So I'm Samantha Miller, Agronomy Information Specialist here at Bex, and I'm here with Jason Morehouse, and he's our Production Manager. So Jason, how long have you been with the company? Sure. It's been about uh, 16 years, starting my 16th planting season. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. And so the thing about seed production is it's very different, and it's also a unique part of Bex. So Bex is the only major seed brand that's still land-based. Can you walk us through a little bit about how that changes how Bex does business and, and what's the farming side of Bex hybrids? Well, we like to say we are farmers at heart and uh, part of being farmers at heart is actually being a farmer. And so I feel like I uh, get to lead the team that wears that uh, cap every day and, and really truly does uh, wake up every day trying to think about, is the field dry? Can we do something out there? How do we maximize our yields and, and so forth? So. Uh, definitely feel like we are farmers at heart from, from that standpoint. And how many members are on your team? Uh, we've got production locations all across, the, I would say, the eastern Corn Belt. Uh, so Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and Iowa. Uh, in total, there's probably uh, 100 folks across the different um, locations that are involved in production. Wow. So what proportion of our corn sales is actually produced on the Beck family farm? About half of our total corn production. Uh, soybeans and uh, corn production also relies on a, a network of farmer growers that uh, we'll contract with and have them help us produce seeds. Fantastic. Supporting other family farms along the way. Absolutely. So one thing that a lot of people probably don't think deeply about is that in order to plant or in order to harvest hybrids, one must plant inbreds. Mm. And so the seed that you put in the ground, each of those kernels is obviously not something we sell. Um, where do you get your seed? Sure. So we, uh, because the company uh, provides choices to customers and we get access to all the different seed germplasm uh, that's out there in the world, uh, we get it from all kinds of different other companies, plus our own individual um, breeding programs and so forth that the company has. So, Fantastic. So, so we work with a lot of people. I often think, you know, an inbred corn plant, right? It is a little, weak, pitiful little creature, right? So yeah. our inbred fields, um, that's how we create the hybrids. But talk to me a little bit about the challenges of getting a healthy inbred crop. Sure. Well, it's, it's some of the fundamentals aren't different than a hybrid farmer, but um, they do need more pampering. So planting depth, uh, soil conditions, uh, things like that, just at a, at a higher level of uh, agronomy management, if you will. So we, um, you know, right now today uh, are focused on where are our stands? You know, what kind of uh, emergence do we have? What's established? What's been, the population you shoot for in a production field? Generally low 30,000s an acre, uh, but we'll accept stands that are in the low 20s to maybe upper teens, depending upon the availability of seed to replant, the time of year and so forth. So early June, uh, we're still planting. We're, we're almost 90%, a little over 90% complete on corn. Beans probably not that far along, but... Uh, I would say we feel really good this year about that, having went through 2019 last year. Absolutely. So the actual mechanics of producing hybrid seed, right? You've got four rows of female, one row of male, right? For the same reason you can run a 200 cow dairy with one bull. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how do you synchronize that? How do you make sure we've got pollen and silk at the same time? 
It starts with good agronomic uh, information about when does a plant silk and when does a plant uh, throw its pollen. And so we do all this backgrounding of the different inbreds to know how many heat units till that approximately uh, perfect match. Uh, one of the things that we like to talk about is getting the boys and the girls at the dance at the same time. And uh, <laughs> it makes it much more uh, interesting and lively when they're there at the same time. So the timing of all that is based off the research and then we plant them at different times to, to get them there. So do you plant everything on the same day? No, we don't. It seems like we're planting uh, every day that it's dry somewhere. All right. So in one specific field, how many days might a planter cross that field? Um, so some fields require three passes, uh, with planting, maybe four, usually three. Are we using the same piece of equipment and just filling up every fifth row to plant the mail? It could be different pieces of equipment and, uh, no, it, it gets to be more complicated. Than I've that. seen a few going around that just have a unit, just one row unit every five rows, right? Doesn't yeah. that make the equipment a little bit lighter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it a little easier to get in when the ground conditions aren't quite as ideal. All right. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So as you sit today, you said we're almost 90% planted. We're feeling yep. very confident going into the season. As we forecast forward, when do we need to start worrying about detasseling? Oh, we start worrying about it a year in advance, <laughs> at least from my chair. But the team will start focusing on it here probably in another week or two. Uh, we're working on uh, making sure that the crews are, that are already contracted to come are still able to come and Absolutely. that they're ready to, to go. So it'll be late June here when uh, they start showing up to do the deroging activities, walk in the fields to chop out the off-type plants, and then uh, they'll start pulling tassels around early July. So what kind of post-planting field operations are you doing? Are you side dress nitrogen? Are you um, applying a fungicide? What, what kind of things make your world go round? There's myriads of different choices, right? Part of our strategy isn't to just pick one strategy and one, and so... By choosing multiple ways of doing it, we can learn things every year because we're not, you know, completely singular in our approach. But we do, we find things that work and uh, try to do more of those is really kind of our way we advance ourselves. Well, fantastic. I really appreciate the efforts of your team. We've got a hundred folks working really hard to make sure that in 2021, we'll have great hybrid seed available for our customers. We're excited, Sam. To help serve customers and help farmers succeed. Best of luck getting everything finished up planting. Thank you.